Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, December 21st. Joe Biden rounds out his first year in office just like he began it, addressing the American people about a still ongoing pandemic. It has only been three weeks since Joe Biden delivered a speech at the National Institute of Health where he laid out his administration's action plan to combat COVID-19 this winter. The president of the United States needs to do it again today, apparently, because he needs to stay ahead of facts on the ground. And that is an unbelievably fast-moving and transmissible variant. We've now learned that Omicron has accounted for more than 73% of new coronavirus cases last week. That's according to the latest CDC numbers that were released just yesterday. Now, the good news is this is not March 2020. Some 70% of the population is fully vaccinated in the United States. And people have gotten their booster shots, though clearly more need to do that as well. That was not the case in March 2020. So watch how the president is going to try and refocus the attention away from case numbers and instead focus on severe illness, hospitalizations and deaths. Those are the numbers that the administration is going to use as a metric for success in combating COVID-19. But that doesn't change the reality that as American families prepare for yet again a COVID Christmas, there are many questions about what to do in this moment of time. So President Biden had a two-pronged message for the American people today. It was, of course, a reminder, go get vaccinated if you haven't, get that booster shot right now if you haven't, and be sure that if you are not vaccinated, that you are taking all of those mitigation efforts seriously, masking, keeping distance, and the like. In addition, the president is putting forth some new action items that his administration is putting into place, including the announcement of the federal government purchasing a half a billion of at-home rapid COVID tests that are going to be available for the public to sign up for and get mailed to their house. That's not million, billion with a B. Additional at-home rapid tests with delivery starting in January. We'll be getting these tests to Americans for free. And we'll have websites where you can get them delivered to your home. Now, you may recall, it's just been a couple of weeks since Jen Psaki, the White House press secretary, was asked about this notion about whether or not Americans should be getting free at-home kits sent to them at their homes. And Psaki was pretty dismissive of the idea. Why not just make them free and give them out and have them available everywhere? Should we just send one to every American? Maybe. Then, then, what ha- then what happens if, you, if every American has one test? How much does that cost? And then what happens after that? Here was Saki today at the White House press briefing. There's not a day that goes by that I don't uh, leave this podium and wish I would have said something with greater context or a, more precision or additional information. And uh, we're making tests free and accessible 
without the risk of them going to waste in the home of people who do not want them. So people will go to a website, which again we will put out there in January when the information is available, and they will be able to request free tests. What a difference a couple of weeks makes. And that's the story of COVID, right? As facts are changing on the ground, it is incumbent upon the president to stay in constant communication with the American people and adjusting his plan as he sees the data coming in. The president also knows we're just days away from Christmas. And I know some Americans are wondering if you can safely celebrate the holidays with your family and friends. The answer is yes, you can. If you and those you celebrate with are vaccinated, particularly if you've gotten your booster shot. And so President Biden finds himself with a bit of a mixed message for Americans, because there's a message for vaccinated Americans and there's a message for unvaccinated Americans. And it's interesting that in this week, as the president's trying to sort of thread that needle, we heard from the former president, Donald Trump, acknowledge to Bill O'Reilly in their joint book tour when they were in Texas over the weekend that he's gotten boosted and claiming credit for the development of the vaccines through Operation Warp Speed. And in fact, when he said he got boosted, some in the crowd of his supporters started booing him and he sort of isolated them and said, oh, that's just a small group in the corner. Don't do that. And spoke about taking advantage of getting the vaccine that his administration helped develop. I got my booster shot as soon as they were available. And just the other day, former President Trump announced he had gotten his booster shot. It may be one of the few things he and I agree on. It was quite a turnabout from what we have heard from Donald Trump, which has been precious little. Because remember, when he was president of the United States, he got vaccinated, but he did so privately, not in public. He has not chosen to spend his first year out of office rallying his supporters, some of the most loyal political supporters in American history, and rallying to this notion of getting vaccinated. He has chosen not to do that. So to hear him all of a sudden try to claim credit and acknowledge he got a booster and tamp down the boos that are coming from his own crowd because of how he has politicized the virus, how he has politicized the vaccine, well, it was certainly ironic. Here's the reality as we close out 2021. COVID is still a front and center part of American life. And there were few people who a year ago would have predicted that would have been the case. In fact, President Biden himself a year ago predicted that by this Christmas, Christmas 2021, at the end of his first year in office, there really would be a return to normalcy, to some pre-pandemic normalcy. And perhaps it was the former director of the National Institutes of Health, Dr. Francis Collins, who sort of perfectly explained this week why we find ourselves where we are. Here he was on PBS NewsHour. You know, maybe we underinvested in research on human behavior. I never imagined a year ago when those vaccines were just proving to be fantastically safe and effective that we would still have 60 million people who had not taken advantage of them because of misinformation and disinformation that somehow dominated all of the ways in which people were getting their answers. And a lot of those answers were in fact false. And we have lost so much as a result of that. Indeed, we have lost so much. And perhaps 2022 will finally, finally be the year that we can really put this pandemic behind us. But we are going to be entering a third year of this pandemic with the virus still raging. 
That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And a programming note, this is our final daily podcast of 2021. We've got a couple special episodes prepared for you coming up this Friday on Christmas Eve. Be sure to check the feed. You will hear a special edition of the podcast that looks back at President Biden's first year in office. If you're looking for some other CNN podcasts between now and then, be sure to go to CNN.com slash audio and you'll hear all the excellent podcasts that the CNN audio team produces. We'll talk to you on Friday.